the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock for the next two hours. We're going to be here talking about car repair, and you're welcome to join us anytime you like with any kind of question that you'd like to ask us. We can typically answer them, or if not, we'll fake it and get back with you later. That doesn't happen too often, but my email address is mark at marksalem.com. You can always send me a question. But calling us is the easiest way, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. What are you doing? I said, what are you doing? Oh, just sitting here helping you. Helping I was thinking me. that mayhem is a good word for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Automotive mayhem. That's my wife of 472 years sitting next to me. And, uh, you know, the car show. I went to the car show this morning. Um, I'm actually up in Payson, and we went to the uh, Payson car show. We didn't have the turnout that we wanted because of the weather, but there was probably an easy 100, 120, 130 cars out there. And the one that really I liked was this, this guy that had this old Ford, and underneath the hood, it looked like it had eight carburetors. Really? And so it had four on one side and four on the other. And I'm looking at these, and, I, and I've never seen anything like this before. And he said it was fuel injection that they actually took these old carburetors and put an injector inside of them, and and that they looked like carburetors. And they even had, like, replica fuel lines that came from them that all joined in one place and then ducked underneath the, the motor. Yeah. But it was really and, – and evidently there's a, a guy in Scottsdale that builds these and installs them and stuff like that. So, mm. But I'll tell you what I did notice at the car show. Um, it's, these guys know everything there is to know about their cars, right? Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. they, they know what's right, what's wrong, what color this wire should be and all that kind of stuff. But as I stood there on the entrance part of the show, every other car that went by was running so rich it made your eyes water. Oh, I bet. I think those years just. Well, it's no, cause, cause there's, I, I want you to pretend there's a big wing nut Right. You know, and, and you can, if you're driving down the road at 55 miles an hour, you have this wing nut on your dash, okay? Okay. And so you're going to open it up to like five turns, right? Okay. Now, you're driving, and I'm going to say, just put it on cruise control. Just put it on cruise, or just hold a steady throttle. And I'm going to turn that wing nut in a half a turn. Okay. And nothing happens. We don't go any faster. We don't go any slower. I go another half a turn. I go another half a turn. And then the next time I touch it, I go a quarter turn, and you drop three miles an hour. So what do I do with the wing nut at that point? I'd turn it back just a little. Exactly. That's exactly right. And and that's what, what we have the capability on all these old cars, but 
you can ask half of the, the guys that own the old cars, and they'll say, oh, these screws on the carburetor, you just back them out. And the other half understand that, no, we don't back them out. We screw them in, right. and that, that's the idle circuit. But it really has nothing to do with 55 miles an hour. It's really the idle circuit. But then we use other. We use rods and, and main jets to, to trim it out. But a tremendous amount of richness, just right. really, really bad. And, and I know that the industry is capable of trimming that all down and making the car run on what we call the ragged edge of the razor blade. Right. We don't want it too rich, and we don't want it too lean. If it's too rich, you set up your exhaust, you set up your engine, you contaminate your oil with gasoline, you have carbon galore, uh, your spark plugs are black, your fuel economy is terrible, and you're tearing up the environment. Mm -hmm. If it's too lean, then the engine runs hotter than it should. We don't have any carbon, but you don't have the power that you should have. And probably you're going to have a little bit of pinging. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I noticed that. I noticed something else, too. PCV valve, do you remember what that stands for? No. I Positive forget. crankcase ventilator. Oh, okay. Okay. So the PCV valve is like a vacuum cleaner. All right. So if you take your vacuum cleaner hose and you put it over the neck of a pop bottle, mm -hmm. what happens? It doesn't get enough air or whatever. Right. It kind it, of restricts the air. Yeah, you can't vacuum dirt out of a pop bottle. Right. Unless you were to poke a hole in the bottom of the pop bottle, right? right and right. then and once you got the air traveling through, you could vacuum out the pop bottle. But just sticking the hose over the neck of the pop bottle, you aren't going to suck the air out of it. You're not going to suck the pop out of it. You're not going to suck the dirt out of it. Mm. As I walked around, and my job today was taking pictures. So we took pictures of the cars. We took pictures of their license plates and their taillights. We took pictures of the engine compartments. We took pictures of people's dogs. We took pictures of everything, just, yeah. just kind of a general view. But I noticed there was a lot of PCV valve systems that weren't hooked up. And the PCV valve systems, I want you to, to think about the motor itself has internal pressure. Okay? So if you were to take that engine and seal it up, it's going to create pressure. Mm -hmm. If the engine can't relieve itself, so to speak, then it's going to start popping gaskets. It's going to start blowing. It's called blow-by. Okay. We're going to start. That pressure is going to start escaping through the valve cover gaskets, the timing cover gaskets, the front rear, the front main seal, the rear main seal. All that stuff happens. Yeah. So what we do is we put a vacuum cleaner on one side of the engine, on a V8, let's say. Okay. Okay. Now, in order for us to put a vacuum cleaner and suck off that, that, and actually what it is, it's it's fuel. Okay. So if the blow-by is unburnt fuel extra or incomplete extra fuel. So we're going to suck that out of the engine, but we still have to have a hole on the other side. So air can come in, and the vacuum can operate. So as I looked at the engines without PCV valves, and we had PCV valves in the early 70s, so this isn't anything that's brand new. The idea, as I look at these cars, I see a lot of them that have oil around the valve covers, a lot of them that have oil leaks and no PCV valve systems, and all the ones, not all the ones, but virtually 99% of the ones that had a properly operating PCV valve system didn't have oil leaks. Mm. Yeah. So there was a big difference there. And and PCV valves are less than five bucks. Um, I, I must confess that we, our shop, is just as guilty as everybody else in replacing them. They should probably be replaced once a year. But if you look at the engine, unless you're going after oil leaks, you don't really deal with it. Another thing is is that if you don't have that vent in the, in the PCV valve system, you're sucking hard and you start sucking oil out of the engine. Mm-hmm. That's just as bad as what you're trying to fix. So you, what you see is is that you see the PCV valve system is hooked up to the engine, but there's no vent. 
So instead of putting an oil cap with a vent on it, they put a solid oil cap on the other valve cover, and then you're defeating the whole purpose of trying to vacuum out the, the, the uh, blow-by, the unburnt fuel, and using it again. So, so you think they just don't understand it, or I, I wonder why it, they don't put them on? It, I, I think they just don't understand the importance of it. Okay. And, and, and keep in mind, when we first came out with the emissions control devices in the 70s, which was catalytic converters and air pumps and EGR valves, most all the hot rodders took that stuff off. Mm-hmm. In reality, now today we know EGR valve is a good thing for a motor. PCV valve is a good thing for a motor. And that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah. all righty, we got a caller. Let's go talk to Jerry. Jerry, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I've got a 2010 Dodge 1500, and I think I have a blend okay. or issue. Um, when you okay. turn on the air or heat or whatever, you hear the clack, 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 clack. And it sounds like it's directly behind the controls for the air system. Okay. And when you turn it off, you hear it again, you hear the clack, clack, clack. So that should be the blender moving back and forth, currently. Yeah, if, yeah, there's, I mean, there's some other tests that you would do to, to verify that, but you've described the location of the blend door, and okay. the, the blend door is typically in the middle of the dash, somewhere underneath the dash pad, so you've done all of that. So go ahead, what, what, um, have you tried to fix it? Are you going to fix it? No, I'm going to try to fix it on my own. Uh, I've seen YouTube videos, and it looks pretty straightforward. You take the front section of the dash off, and it should be right there. I know the location of it. Uh, the thing that gets me is when I go from, I change the position, position uh, where the air comes out of the vent, uh-huh. I don't get, like say if I blow it on the feet, I don't get any air coming out of the center or the top. And if I, you know, if I move it to the center, I don't get anything coming out of the floor or the top. And so I'm not getting any blow-by, like, you know, the door's partially open, hanging open somewhere. So that's, okay. what, that's what's throwing me for a little bit of a loop. Well, you, you won't know that answer. You, you're, you're chasing an answer that you don't need right now. Okay. So once you get in there, you'll figure out what's going on at the blend door, and that will tell you why you don't have a whisper of air at the defrost, which is what we call top or middle, it's his dash, and okay. bottom is, is feet. So if you if you find it in an, in an, an extreme left door operation where it's swung all the way to the left and, and sealed, and all you're getting is down air, then you know that that, that, that blend door is sending air. You, it's not too late for you just to fire it up. I mean, you can take compressed air and blow through those passageways and determine which one goes. Well, and you can see the duct work anyway by the time you get the dash apart. You, you have to be prepared for whatever you might find in there. You, you have a motor that's attached with plastic linkage to the door. Mm-hmm. So you can have a broken hinge. You can have a cavity full of soda pop. You can have something stuck in there that somebody dropped down to one of the center vents or, or one of the defrost vents, a pencil, a piece of gum. I mean, we find all kinds of stuff in there. So if I were you, if you're going to take it apart, then... I would buy the door, the linkage, and the motor, and then return what I don't use. Okay. Now, it's entirely possible, it's 50-50, that you're going to be able to fix whatever's wrong. So it's not uncommon for us to go in there and, you know, 
with a little with a little bit of uh, hot glue, a hot glue gun and stuff. We fixed doors before. Sometimes they're just dragging or they're stuck, and there's a bunch of dirt in there, so you clean it all up. Sometimes the linkage just came off, and all you need to do is resecure the linkage to the door. And 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 the fact that it's you're you're hearing the clicking would typically say that the motor's good, that the the blend door motor is good. So just be prepared because if you don't have everything you need, then when you take it apart, mm-hmm. then you, the truck sits there until you can go back to the dealer and buy the parts. Right. But the thing that was thrown on me for a loop, like I said, I was if I switch it to two feet, I get it all out of the seat. So you're you're saying that doesn't really mean a whole lot. I thought that would mean that the blend door does move, but maybe it's missing some teeth. Well, like I said, you, who, who cares? Okay. At this right. particular right. point, who cares? Um, I, you're going to figure that out when you get there. But you're asking right. a question. You're, you're saying, okay. you know, the guy died of a heart attack, and, and we don't really know. Uh, and so we're going to talk about all the different possibilities of what happened to his heart. But really, when we get in there and cut him open, we're going to figure it out. So it's I not really, you. it's not a, it, it's a, it's not a question that anybody can answer right now. Uh, and then when you get to to the, to that area, you'll you'll figure it out real quick. Just 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 know that most shops won't take what we call a basket case. So if you get it apart and you can't figure it out or you can't fix it yourself, you got to put it back together in order to take it to to most shops because we don't want you to bring your dashboard in a five gallon bucket because we want to put all the screws back the way they came. So you, you put it back together yourself, and then if you're going to seek help, then that's the easiest way to do it. I appreciate your call, Jerry. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. Renee's sitting here next to me, and the two of us have been working on cars for 30, nine. 39 years. I think. That's, I've been working on cars for 39 years. Yeah, you've been watching yeah, I've me. been supervising you. Yeah, yeah. you've been supervising <laughs> yeah. me. All right, we'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to 
your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. No? How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Huh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were, like, 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. The lines are wide open except for Dan. Dan's going to be the first caller we're going to take. And if you'd like to join Dan, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. At Quality Transmission, they don't have different grades of repair. They don't have different grades for different customers. They just have one mode, and that's identify the symptoms, Find out what it's going to take to fix the symptoms, give you an estimate, and repair your car. They're not interested in selling you the world, and they're not interested in rebuilding every transmission that comes in. They are very capable of fixing your problem, and they'll drive your car for free. They'll go for a ride with you for free, and they'll talk to you about this, the symptom for free. So it's, it's, it's important to identify a good transmission shop because so many of them want to take your transmission out, and folks, once they have your transmission out, you are theirs. And you are locked to them. You are married to them. You are joined at the hip because there's nobody going to let you bring their car in with the transmission in 2,000 pieces. That's not going to happen. They know that, so be careful of that. You don't have to worry about it at Quality Transmission. They don't do that kind of stuff. They're on McClintock, north of University in Tempe, and they've been around since 1977. Dan, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, I got a buzzword question. Uh, I have a 2012 Tacoma. And I was told my right rear shock was uh, shock was blown. Now, what am okay. I supposed to expect from that? Well, you know, that's a great question. You're just asking the wrong person for that. I mean, why didn't you ask them that question? Well, I didn't change any uh, – I didn't change my shocks because they said the left one was a little weak or uh, leaking. But I did my own test, you know, pushing down the bed of the truck. 
and they, they bounce down, they push them down, they bounce up, and then they stop. Okay. You're, you bring up such a good point. If, if I would have been there and, and I took my truck to a shop and, and they said, um, you know, you, your right rear shock is blown and your left rear shock is weak. Well, for, first of all, let me tell you that those are, those are two conversations I don't think I've ever had with a customer, ever. Um, I'm not capable of looking at a shock and determining its weak. How many miles are on your 12 Tacoma? Oh, 35,000. Okay. Oh, wow. So so I would say, show me what blown means. Now, blown to me means the entire shock absorber, the lower half of the shock absorber is completely covered in oil, and there's oil dripping off the bottom of the shock absorber. That is what blown means to me. We've blown the seal. The shock is hydraulic, and as a result of that, the oil's everywhere. Now, it could be a gas shock, and if it was a gas shock, then if you bounced it up and down, it would bounce down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, yeah. down like that. So, so you know, I, I want I want folks to ask hard questions like, what symptoms do I have right now that I know I have that are related to a weak shock on the left and a blown shock on the right? And you're going to hear this. Yeah, That's what you're right about that. I didn't change nothing because I didn't think I don't think yeah. I have a problem. Well, it, it, here's what you do is the next time you go in for an oil change, you just say to the shop, I'd like to go back there, and I'd like to, once the car's up in the air, I'd like to, to be underneath it, and, I, and I'd like to just talk to the technician. I promise only to take five minutes of his time. I'd like him to point out the four shock absorbers to me and describe the condition of each one of the shock absorbers. Would you do that for me, please? I don't know of a good shop that wouldn't just jump for joy at the opportunity to show you the underside of your car. Yeah. So I, you know, thirty thousand miles. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, come on. And then when they start using the word weak, now here's what happens a lot of times. You got the technician out in the bay, and you got the service rider. And the service rider is not a technical person. They're just kind of somebody who mimics what they hear. So the shock, the the technician says, oh, the t- tell them the right rear's blown and the left rear's weak. But the service rider doesn't even know what question to ask. The service rider's not going to walk back there and say, show me. Yeah. The service rider doesn't do that. So th- there are shops that have the service rider. Uh, the, the new push in our industry and has been for the last 10 years is that the service rider becomes an advocate for the customer. So the service rider is there to protect the customer from the, the, the technician. Does that make sense? Makes good sense to me. Yeah. There's a lot of us out there that do that kind of stuff. So it, it's it's if you're not leaking any oil on the ground, and if you just get down on one knee and look at those two rear shock absorbers, and if the paint on both sides of them looks the same and they're not dripping in oil, and you don't have any abnormal tire wear, and when you drive down the road you don't have a vibration that comes and goes, then I would say you don't need shock absorbers. Well, I, I didn't think I did, but I just, it seems like, uh, I, you know, I, I just told them, oh, I have an extended warranty. I'll get them fixed under the warranty. and It's like um, they just want to sell me more stuff. Because of the oral change. I, I, well, yeah. I don't. You, you, know, you bring I, up a good point. I I yeah. agree with you. I, I agree with you that our industry is in shambles. Our cars are a lot better than they ever were before, and as a result of that, um, we have to uh, sell stuff. And, and 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 it's worse than it ever has been. I had a girl that went to a, a, a shop the other day and asked for a general check over. She wanted to drive her car to Ohio. Um, I guess during a test drive, they found a, a noise. They sold her $890 worth of clutch, and according to her, 
she has the same noise afterwards. I diagnosed it as a transmission of an input shaft bearing, yeah. and um, one has nothing to do with the other. And I think it's possible that the shop solder clutch was hoping that the clutch would take care of that transmission noise, but in reality, the transmission noise um, goes away when you push the clutch in, and so that means that it's in the nose of the transmission, and it has nothing to do with the clutch, because if the clutch was bad, then when you push the clutch pedal in, the clutch would make noise. Yeah. So I just think that it was it was perhaps it was an honest mistake or perhaps it was made by a technician that wasn't quite as experienced as he needed to be. But she spent eight hundred ninety dollars for a clutch that there's no there's no suggestion that she needed a clutch. Yeah. So that presents a problem. That's why you have to take care of yourself. And you, I'll tell you what I tell everybody else, Dan, is if you're not sure, you say to them, write down what you're telling me, print print the work order and sign your name. And that separates the boys from the girls and the men from the women. All righty. Learn these new, ter- Good luck new to you, terminology. Dan. Okay, bye. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, that it is. It's it's a matter of it's it's just a matter of people aren't going to sign their name and write down unless they're telling you the truth. And when you challenge them, it, just grab a business card off the front counter and just say, hey, just write down that my left rear's blown or my left rear shock is weak and my right rear's blown and sign your name to it. That's all i got to do. But you know that we have so many people that, you know, they have meetings about how to sell, what to sell, what to say, and people don't know. And especially, and I don't like to say this, but they feel like they can take advantage of women too. And No, you're right. And, and, and actually what you're saying, just to clarify what you're saying is, is that in our industry, Right. We are being promoted on a daily basis for some guy who used to own a shop that's going to teach us how to sell and right. make a lot more money. Yeah. We just have to hire him. And how many how many times a day do we get something like that in email or in the mail or somebody walks in the front that says, I know you're, you're doing good, but you can do better. And if you'll let me guide you. And you know what I say to those guys? Let me see your balance sheet. Right. Let me see your tax return for last year. I want to make sure that I'm following... Um, uh, what, Forbes, I want to make sure that you know what you're talking about. Well, I used to own a shop. Okay, well, what happened then? Did you go broke? And so now you're going to teach me how to sell? Mm-hmm. Why would I follow you? You went broke. Yeah, it's frustrating. Oh, I hate that. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to take more calls. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and Indian School. And why are they so special? Well, you'll have to wait till the other side of the break to find out. But I'm going to tell you that Bob down there is one of the finest diagnosticians that I've ever met in my life. I wish he didn't own his own shop. I wish I could hire him. He is a wizard when it comes to finding out what's wrong with your car. 38th Avenue in Indian School, if you live in that area, you ought to be doing business with Larry Harker's Automotive. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. 
ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. This is Andy Stankowitz, head coach of Grand Canyon University, inviting you to join the voice of the Lopes, Michael Potter, for another exciting season of Lopes baseball. That's right, Andy. Your Lopes are back home at Brazel, hosting Chicago State for a three-game conference series this weekend. GCU has won four WAC games in a row and is coming off a three-game sweep at North Dakota. Game times are Friday and Saturday night at 7, with the series finale Sunday at 12 noon. Join us for the Lopes warm-up show 15 minutes prior to first pitch. The Lopes and the Cougars this weekend on our sister station, Family Values Radio 1010. You won't want to miss a moment of the action. Go Lopes! Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Renee Salem, sitting here at your service, 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is the only repair shop in Mesa that Mark Salem says is a great repair shop. And I'm sure there's repair shops there that do a good job. But Thompson's has passed the muster. Thompson's has been in business for a very long time. Brian and Thelma, who run Thompson's Auto Repair, are a great couple. And they do good work, and I hear nothing but good things about them. The one time that they did have an issue, Brian says, I'll do anything he wants me to do. And and you don't say that very often, but obviously the customer and Brian had a wonderful relationship. So what the customer asked for, I thought was very fair, and Brian provided that without a minute's notice. We all have problems. It's how you handle them is what separates the big boys from the little boys. 
The idea is that Thompson's Auto Repair has been in business since 1970. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, centrally located. Brian and Thelma at Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Let's go to the phones. Les, good morning to you. What's up? Good morning. Uh, well, I had a leaking thermostat housing on a 98 uh, Ford Ranger, which was okay. repaired and everything looks good. But how long can you expect to smell that sweet smell after they do the repair? Um, well, the the answer to your to your question is is that coolant's going to stink as long as it's there, and 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 I think most everybody understands in the car repair business that when you're doing cooling system work on the top part of an engine, which is where the thermostat housing is located, then it's a good idea to take that garden hose and let it run over the top of the engine for just a few minutes, and let's rinse all that coolant out of there. And then let's go drive it for five miles, and the and the movement of the car through the air and the fan, uh, the 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 cooling fan running is going to dry the motor off, and then we'd save our customer that opportunity to smell coolant for a couple of days. But that's okay. what needs to be done. Well, it's been about a week, and it it's getting less, but it's still not gone. So okay, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Well, that's something I would certainly look at is I'd pop the hood and look and see if the thermostat and the thermostat housing and the gasket's not leaking again. Yeah, I did. I looked underneath there, I can't see any wetness. Okay. Is your overflow jug got coolant in it? Yes, and it's at the same, okay. same level. Okay, all right. And and, and on and the cold morning before you start it, pull the cap and make sure the radiator's completely full, and that means the yeah. cap's working and the overflow system's working? Yeah, I did and, that. And, and the, the only other thing you can do is t- you can do the same thing. Just take a garden hose and put it over the, near, near that thermostat housing and turn it about half on and just rinse that area really, really good and then go drive okay. it. And if I were okay. you, hop on the freeway, go five miles down, turn around, come back, and you should be done. Okay. So there's, there's nothing that I can damage by, you know, watering it? <laughs> no, I, I just want you, you remember, I, turn the water hose on halfway. And, and just let the water hose drain water all around the thermostat housing. There's uh, there's a throttle position sensor, but it's a long way away from where you're at. Okay. So and, and you, you're not gonna. I'm not. I'm not giving you bad advice. That's exactly what I would do if I was sitting next to you and I was your neighbor and I wanted to help you. All righty. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Good luck to you, Les. Good luck to you, David. David, you're up next. Hi there. I have a Ranger as well that has an intermittent problem. Okay. Just dies, uh, and then wait ten minutes, and it'll start up. Is there some common uh, issue with the ninety-six, well, ninety-five Ranger? Okay, um, I that's 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 a guess. If I were to, yeah, it, it's commonly going to be the uh, the uh, pickup assembly in the distributor, the ignition module, the fuel pump, or the fuel pump uh, regulator. And I've just okay. enunciated a thousand dollars worth of guessing. Yeah, yeah. So, but but let's let's do this more scientifically, okay? You're driving down the road. When does it die? Is there a specific speed or not? No, no, no specific. So speed. you can be at a traffic light, or you can be at 45 miles an hour, and it'll die. Yes. And when it dies, does it die quickly, or does it put 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 die? No, it dies quickly, like uh, okay. that's it. No. Okay, and then when you pull off to the side of the road and you hit the key, it cranks over normally but doesn't catch. Yes, it 
Right. You have to let it sit for a minute, try it, you know, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, and then it'll start back up. It kind of has a struggle restarting, but it will restart. Okay. Well, in ignition malfunction, absence of spark and absence of fuel is what commonly causes what you're describing. The question is, is which one is it? Do you have a garage right. that you patronize? Yes. Um, and I just, uh, you know, liked your show and I wondered if you had a, okay. an idea so I can tell them, you know, well, when I go in there, what. No, you tell them what, what you just told me. You don't want to diagnose okay. it. You can't go in there and tell them Mark Salem said to do this because they're going to laugh at okay. you. Yeah. It, it, here's what you do. Um, if, if they, if they want to take the car for a day or so and drive it and stuff, that's fine. But the second place is, is will you rent me a fuel pressure gauge? And can you attach the fuel pressure gauge? And and can we can we hook the gauge up? You know, can we bring it through the the window and into the dash area? And I can monitor the fuel pressure. So you're driving down the road and you know that it's supposed to be at 40 pounds. And everything's fine. You see 38, 36, 32, and all of a sudden, boom, it dies. And then when you turn the key on, it doesn't go up above 30. You turn the key on, it doesn't go up above 30. You turn the key on, it drops to 20. You walk away. You come back 15, 20 minutes later. You turn the key on, boom, 45. You know it's going to start. Boom, you start it up and you go okay and you go back and tell him what you just saw okay and that that's how sense. you fix that car okay and so so if he'll let you borrow or if he'll let rent you a fuel pressure tester then that's the first thing if it's not that then it's going to be the ignition system but here's another thing one real quick test i want you to do yes. okay when it dies i want you to to pull outside the road and i want you to turn the key on but i don't want you to crank the engine over and i want you to turn the key on and I want you to count to five. Okay. Okay, it goes like this. Key, key on. One, two, three, four, five. Key off. Key on. One, two, three, four, five. Key off. I want you to do that three times. Okay. Then I want you to try to start it on the fourth time. And if it starts on the fourth time, then you tell your shop that. Tell them what you did and tell them what happened. Because you're priming the fuel system when you turn the key on and count to five. At the end of five, the computer doesn't see that the engine's running, so it shuts off the fuel pump. So you can sit there for two weeks, and you aren't going to get any better than the count of okay. five because right. the computer's going to shut the – so if you do that, and what, what, what you're doing is you're priming the fuel system. Right, right. Okay. And, and, and so that he'll hug you and tell you, you just saved yourself $100 worth of diagnostic time. That's what he's going to tell you. All righty? Yeah, right. Okay. All righty. Good luck to you, David. Good luck to you. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Talk to me. We'll be right back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. 
I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. NMLS 223916 and 6274, VK0904164, LO0914788, here with a fact that might surprise you. Did you know that the mortgage employees in most FDIC banks aren't required to be licensed? I'm serious. I'm proud that I'm licensed by the state of Arizona and held to a higher standard. Unlike the other guys, I've had extensive education and an FBI background check. I've also passed federal and state exams in mortgage law, financial knowledge, and ethics. Why? Because I serve the people of this state, not the Federal Reserve. So if you want your mortgage done locally and safe, and you want your loan documents reviewed in Arizona, I'm your guy. Call me at 623-703-4568 and see the difference it makes to work with someone who really cares. All types of purchases are refis, 623-703-4568, or visit straightscoopradio.com, straightscoopradio.com. Chadwick Burks with People's Mortgage, where your mortgage matters. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Renee Salem, sitting here at your service. Let me tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. You see, I have a list of the very best shops in Phoenix, and Action Auto Repair is on it. I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Why is time on it? Because he knows how to fix cars. He's an honest guy. He's been around a very long time, and all of those are important to me. None of the shops on my list were born yesterday or even in the last three or four years. You see, the failure rate of an auto repair shop is quite high. I want people on my list that have been around for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, and that way I can say to you that they're going to be there for you when you, when you need them, and if you have a warranty issue, they're still going to be around. So don't forget, I-17 in Deer Valley, Action Auto Repair. He's been in the Valley and serving the North Phoenix area since 1983. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and he knows what he's doing. Let's go to the phones, and we'll talk to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Hello. Jerry? Yes. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. I have a 2008 Nissan Altima 2.5S with a uh, 165,000 miles. Within the last two weeks, uh, when I go to turn the air conditioning on, it does not always turn the compressor on. So when I don't have the compressor, I don't have any cold air. When I have the compressor, I have ice cold air. Okay. Um, what temperature are you setting your controls at? Well, I don't have any temperatures that I can. It's just a, a system that, you know, you, you can dial it, but you can't set the temperature. Okay. So you have a hot and a cold dial, right? Correct. Okay. 
when we're sitting here in the 60s and the 70s, actually in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, this is a common occurrence. And how you test it, well, first of all, you say when it does work, it blows ice cold. That's good news. But I suspect that you just need to wind that cold button down. So I want you to move the cold button all the way to the cold and see if you have that problem. And I bet the problem goes away because here's the problem. The problem is is the, the computer inside the dashboard, you're asking for something. Let's just pretend you're asking for uh, 72 degrees, and it's already 68 degrees in the dashboard. So it's not going to turn the compressor on because it's already 68 degrees, and you're asking for 72 so okay. to test that, we're going to go to the extremes. We're going to go extreme hot and extreme cold. If you want it hot, you go extreme hot. If, if you want cold and you're, con you're concerned about your compressor cycling on and off or not coming on, then just go full cold and go recirculatory full cold, and you should get compressor every time. Okay, great. Thank you. All righty. Jerry, it's nothing I'd spend any money on right now. We're in that in that transition period from from you know spring to summer and right now we've got lots of people with the same thing you just talked about they say I turn on my air and I don't get cold air for some period of time it's not worth spending any money on it right now we just wait till we get into the hotter season and everything will be fine thank All right, you Jerry, thank much. you very much you're welcome sir six six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty Ernest good morning to you how can I help you today good morning um, I have a 1998 Toyota Tacoma and it seems that uh, in the hotter months, and it's starting now, that when I drive it someplace, and then like say I get out to go to the store, come back out in five minutes, it has difficult time starting. It's starting it all. I have to wait a while for the engine or something cools off, and then it'll start up again. Like I say, in the cooler months, it doesn't have this issue. Okay. And how about in the full-blown summertime? Do you still have the issue then? Oh, yeah, that's when it's worse. It's just starting up right now. Okay. All right. The, the question is going to be, is it spark or fuel? And this is pretty easy. Do you know how to take the air cleaner out of that uh, Tacoma? Yeah, let me let me tell you this. I pulled the air cleaner out and sprayed some of that starter, uh, like, spray in there. And I started uh -huh. it, and it started up until it burned all the spray that I sprayed in there. Then it stalled again. So okay. I think it's a what, fuel what, thing. I, and and you've you've you, you've done a great job. I, I I you've done a great job. That's exactly uh, the kind of information you save yourself a whole lot of money. The question now is is what's the matter with the fuel system? Because what you have is a hot, a long crank hot restart. So on a hot restart, I go into the store and come back out. I have extended cranking. It doesn't catch right away. I have to play with it. And so the question is, is why is it doing that? Is the fuel pressure regulator bad? Is the, uh, is the check valve in the tank bad? So the check valve is supposed to shut and hold pressure throughout the whole system. So maybe you turn the key off and that check valve's leaking so the fuel all drains out of the system so you no longer have pressure. And then you have to build pressure as you cycle the key on and off, on and off, on and off as you try to start it again. And, and sooner or later we develop pressure. So there's you. You could also have a bad injector. I want you to watch the tailpipe. I, I want you to determine which side of the vehicle the tailpipe's on, and when you finally get it running after one of these extravaganzas, I want you to kind of give it a quick hard rev, rumba, and I want you to watch the tailpipe. 
if it blows black smoke, that means that the engine has an abundance of fuel and the leak in your system could be the fuel pressure regulator or one of the injectors. On the other hand, if it doesn't blow any black smoke, then we can almost eliminate those guys. So that's how we diagnose these kinds of things. But you have an extended cranking during a hot restart. The other thing, it could be it could be that the backside of the intake valves, how many miles are on your Tacoma? Uh, right around 200. Okay. The backside of the intake valves, um, as we spray the fuel on the backside of the intake valve, the backside of the intake valve looks like a sponge. And so what happens is, is on a hot start, you spray the back of the valve, but instead of the gas going past the valve and into the cylinder, the sponge absorbs it. And the sponge is made up of carbon. And, and a, it's just a hard uh, clay-type substance that's a byproduct of the fuel. So it's, and now we have to spray and spray and spray until that sponge starts dripping fuel into the engine. And that's what happens. So if that were the case, then if someone diagnoses it, and the way to diagnose it is we go, we take a camera and we drop it down through the throttle blades and we go look at some of the intake valves. If they've got tremendous deposits on the back, then we have a variety of cleaners that will clean those up. Okay. But in your particular case, I think you're right. I think your fuel system is deficient, and it happens on a hot start. And I think it's just a matter of do we have pressure, and if not, why not? That's the, that's the question, okay? And, and let me ask you, when it gets cool, what does that have to do with the pressure? The pressure builds back up as it cools off? or why, why You have a great cool question. Okay. I don't know the answer to that, but I will once I find out what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's not going to make it's not going to further my diagnostic procedure to ask a question I can't answer, but I can answer that once I fix it. Okay. So why did cold? Now let me ask you this: Is, is this a car you predominantly drive? Um. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. And do you, where where is the tank most of the time? Is the tank a quarter plus or minus, a half plus or minus, three quarters full? Where, where do you keep the it tank? It goes from a full to a quarter. I fill it up when it gets to a quarter. Okay. I, I'd like to know if this happens a lot more often when it's down at a quarter than when it's over half. Okay. Something. Because the, the fuel pump is cooled and lubricated by the gasoline in the tank. So we can't run around below quarter tank like the college kids do over at ASU because the fuel pump's going to die an early death. Now, have you ever put a pump on this thing in 200,000 miles? No, never. Okay. You're the only one in the world that's ever gone 200,000 miles without a pump. <laughs> so don't, no, I don't be used, surprised. So I don't if, know if the guy before me did. All right. Well, I'm not making fun of you. You know, if that's the case, then, you know, God bless you. But, but it's... I think the fuel pump or the fuel pump system, and like I said, what's the matter with it? We don't have any pressure, and then why don't we have any pressure? Those are the questions, okay? Where can I take it in the Northwest Valley? Um, you can go up to, uh, in Surprise, it's Thunderbird Auto. Okay, that's um, where I'm You can located. go up, okay, um, Thunderbird Auto. Just tell Tom there, the owner, just say, uh, Mark Salem says that uh, he, he bet me $10 that you couldn't find and fix this. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, I will. And 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 just say that to him. Hey, I, I don't make a dime off of you. If Tom wanted to give me money, I wouldn't let him. I don't take money from the shops. But he's the kind. If my mom lived in that area and she needed car work done, I wouldn't send her clear to Tempe. I would send her up to Tom. 
Okay, so thank you. I'm sending you the same place I'd send. Okay, good luck to you. Thank you. All righty, Gil. Anybody else? BJ. PJ. PJ. All righty, PJ. How are you this morning? What can we do for you? Uh, actually, nothing. Uh, he already did it. He sent me to uh, uh, Kurt uh, up on Deer Valley, and or I mean on Bell and I seventeen. I seventeen. Uh huh. And they uh, diagnosed my brake problem on a two thousand four uh, Ranger that I'd been working on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Everybody tell, oh. tell me all these. Oh, they had to have to help. Do. They, PJ, they had to have help. <laughs> they probably <laughs> called in a couple of other people. What 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 repair did they fix on your car? What did they What did they do? Actually, I I do everything on it, but they diagnosed it and they were right. It was, turned out to okay. be a, It was to do with the brakes, and it was at uh, uh, between five miles an hour and zero. The car just shimmy like crazy, and okay. they had me doing all kind of stuff. But Kurt, uh, they just had me. Uh, they told what did me they do? A, what did you do what, to fix it? They gave. They told me to get a. It's called an Exeter ring. That's on the. Uh, it's like a magnetic. Uh, has a magnetic it's, field in it, and mine was. Uh, slightly bent and it wasn't making good contact and I had to order okay. new and it wasn't even that expensive I think from you could only get it from Ford and it took them over 10 days to get it because <laughs> okay. it wasn't what you're available. talking about is what they call the tone wheel or the exciter yeah. ring is part yeah. of your ABS system and yeah. um, and it, it was bent and so they identified as that being the problem and so they told you to replace the, the exciter ring for your ABS on that particular front wheel and you did and yeah. now the problem solved Totally. What did they charge you? Gosh, I, I what don't did they charge you? Well, I had them go through the whole thing. I don't have the bill with me, actually. Okay. Uh, well, maybe I do here. I'm All right. Well, just just kind of guess at it, PJ. Did they charge you forty dollars, sixty dollars, eighty dollars to tell you about the exciter ring? Do you know what the diagnostic charge was? Uh, okay, here it is. Well, I. Let's see. There was a bunch of stuff. Uh, it was just look like on the label and tell me what it said. Okay, a hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. all right. And it was, I'll tell it's, you what. it's a lot better. My point here is, is that it's a lot better having paying somebody to, to diagnose it than it is to guess. Because last time yeah. I talked to you, we talked about three or four or five other ideas that could be causing this problem. Yeah. And so I, I, and I don't. When we discussed those. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right, well, we don't want to beat them up here. The idea is is that but PJ's living testimony that it's cheaper just to go ahead and have somebody diagnose it, even if you want to fix it yourself. The idea is is just like a gentleman not too long ago came into our shop. He had a car, and he had spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and we literally tightened up a bolt, and we sent him on his way. And that's all that needed to happen. And he had spent a lot of money on a lot of guesses. This show is about guesses, but it's about an interaction between you and me. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Tom at Action Auto wants you to know that he stands there ready for you. He's at Deer Valley in the I-17 if you have any problems. He has a BMW technician as well who's a master BMW technician. So if you've got a Beamer and you live near Deer Valley and I-17, then Action Auto might be a shop you want to get to know. 602-508-0960.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.